Today's podcast is brought to you by Awichelada, the first and only non-tomato-based michelada spinoff on the market. You can find them at select beverage centers. They also got cups and candy. It's like aguachile and michelada mix all together. Don't ask what it is. Ask where you can get it. Follow them at Awichelada on Instagram, Facebook, and on their website to see the store locations. On today's podcast, we bring on my boy Clips, straight from the basketballnews.com. He's the host of an NBA podcast, The Follow Through with Clips and Drew. We talk about his days as a Clipper ball boy. We talk about how he used to shake dudes up at the 24-hour fitness, and he went viral with over 10 million views. We talk about the latest NBA craze, NBA Top Shot. We talk all kinds of different basketball. It was definitely one of the easier podcasts that I've ever done. Um, make sure you like, rate, subscribe, and follow our page. I mean, this dude has a basketball addiction, and ain't no one curing that guy, man. He's uh, he's all about hoop, and this was definitely a fun podcast, man. Thank you, Clips, again. Um, everyone else, hope you enjoy. You have just tuned in to the Shoot the Rock podcast. Who they rocking with, Joe? Who they rocking with? That's right. Remix it. What up and welcome back to the podcast. I'm your host, Robert Zaragoza, a.k.a. The Commission, a.k.a. Big Z, a.k.a. Coach Z, a.k.a. So Big It's So Sweet, a.k.a. The Latino Bleacher Report. I got on the line my boy, Ian Rice, a.k.a. Clips, a.k.a. The host of Clips and Drew, a.k.a. A VBL All-Star. Hey, this dude got his own shoe fragrance, a.k.a. Newly acquired by BasketballNews.com. Clips 555, the creator of the glitch. What up, my guy? What up, Big Z? Thanks for, thanks for having me, man. I'm honored. I'm man. honored to be here. Man, dog, I mean, the, the journey has been a long one for you, and I wanted to bring you on because this is a basketball podcast, and I've heard you say it before, you know what I mean? Like, you define yourself as the, the term ball is life because that's, that's you, right? I mean, that, that's it. That's it. I live it. I breathe it. You know, there's no other. There's no other option for me. <laughs> you know, and I've known this for a long time. It's, I mean, this this whole sport has consumed my life for thirty years, and now trying to you know slowly turn it into you know my career and trying to spin it so I can be doing exactly what I want to do and doing the thing that I love. So yes, ball is life. Yeah, and and you've been doing it for a while. Um, where did you find the passion for basketball? Uh, where did you grow up? You know what I mean. What was the like the first thing that drew you in? You know, it's it's crazy. I you know I grew up in a a sports family. My dad was a great baseball player, football player. He coached uh, at Occidental football. So I really didn't grow up with basketball, and it's crazy because it was like my I was in fifth grade, and my best friend at the time had season tickets to the Clippers, and I just went to as soon as I went to my first game, man, I was so just drawn to it, and I loved it, and. And I wanted to start playing, and what's crazy is, like, I I came home and I told my dad, like, I think I want to play basketball, and literally the next day, my dad had built me a hoop outside, um, so I got to start playing, and, it, you know, I, I wasn't good growing up, you know, I still like to play baseball, I didn't get good until, you know, I couldn't play um, high school basketball, because then, you know, once I fell in love with the Clippers at an early age, I became a ball boy, I was a ball boy for them for almost 10 seasons, um, so I was around NBA players as a kid. I learned from them. Um, you know, I got to go to practice, and, you know, uh, and these NBA guys were my friends. So 
you know, I learned a lot from them. And then, you know, as I kind of started growing into my body and st- started spending more time at Venice Beach and, you know, playing out in the in the streets, if you will, um, that's when I started to get good. And I'm from uh, just right outside of L.A., like near Pasadena area. And it just evolved, man. It just evolved. And, uh, you know, it's my one true passion in life. I've lost girlfriends. I've lost jobs. You know, I've lost a lot of stuff. But basketball did that one consistent thing in my life. So so you're, you, you, got a, you got a job as a ball boy, and you said, being a ball boy for the, for the NBA, my favorite team, is better than playing high school ball. I'm not even because I did see somewhere that you that you go, went to basketball camps. You 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 got awards. You know what I mean at, at basketball camps. You know what I mean. I mean, mm-hmm. was was that something on purpose where you're like, fuck that. I'm I'm not even gonna play high school ball. I, I'd rather be like here and doing this. Well, you you know it's funny you ask that because like I, I tried out my freshman year. Okay. I mean I played like. Uh, uh, junior high, I was playing. I was playing on whatever the travel teams, and then freshman year, I tried out and I got cut. Um, I got cut out for summer ball, and it broke my heart, you know. And, and and again, I'm admitting it now. Like I know I wasn't good enough at the time, my freshman year in high school. Um, and even if I did make the squad, I'd have to make the decision of where should I be a ball boy for the Clippers and live like a dream life in high school, or should I ride the bench? Um, in high school, and I, it was an easy decision for me um, to, to focus on the Clippers because, I mean, it's, it's a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity, man. I got to see, you know, Michael and, and Ewing and Chuck and, you know, Shaq and Penny. I got to lace their shoes and be with them in the locker room. And, like, I would, wouldn't you much rather do that? Yeah, and, and who, was the, who was the Clipper era, like, um, who was on that team? Well, I started when it was... Danny Manning and Ken Norman and Lloyd Vaught and Gary Grant, um, Olden Polonese was there. And then, you know, my favorite years were with, you know, Brent Barry. When we were terrible were my favorite years. Well, and, you know, the reason I asked was because I remember um, that team. Like, that was a fun team. I remember that was a fun team. So that for you being a ball boy on, the, on that team, you know, it was definitely, I, I remember that. And I remember going to a draft party. You know, they picked, I don't know who they fucking picked. I was so, I was like, man, y'all gonna keep doing this shit. I'm not even gonna go watch you guys no more. So, I, me and my brother, we were watching the Clipper games. And then, obviously, the Clipper games are cheaper uh, than the Laker games. So, we'd go and catch some, some of the games, and then we'd walk down. So, so knowing that you were probably in the building was kind of cool. And then, so after after that, um, you made some some special relationships with, with dudes on the team. Because, uh, you know, you were seeing them every day, and, and you, you, you created a, a close relationship um, with with some of the guys on the team, right? Yeah, uh, Lorenzo Wright was my best friend. Um, we struck up a relationship really early, man. I mean, Brent Brent Barry was kind of like my go to guy. Um, he was so cool with me. Uh, you know, his rookie year when he won the dunk contest. That, you know, as soon as he came back from winning the dunk contest, he bought a brand new band. And, you know, I used to ditch school to go to Clipper practice. You know, and, and make some money, shag balls, like do all that stuff and. Brent took us out in his new band and took us to lunch, and and then I met Lorenzen, and then we became like really tight, man. Him, he was a rookie at the time. Lorenzen is, he was whatever four years older than myself, and you know he was out here from Memphis, and we kind of just struck up a bond, man, and it worked. And and when he got traded, I moved with him. I went to Atlanta um, and lived with him for a couple years, and I was going back and forth. You know, it was like I go to Atlanta, get homesick come home, you know, see my family, and then I get, then I miss Lorenzo, so then I go back out there, 
And that was just a totally different life, man. Like, the life is, it was like Disneyland. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, yeah. I mean, he, he had just signed a $50 million deal, and we have a huge crib in Atlanta, and I'm driving a Navigator, and, you know, working out with, with you know, really great basketball players. And they're still, um, you know, close, his family is still close to me today. He was a really important person in my life. So, um yeah, that's that. And if anybody knows the story of that, you can you can Google it and, yeah. and see how how that ended. And that was a really tough time for me, man. You know, really tough time. Yeah, and you had said you you had you had dealt with like depression and stuff like that. And I, I'm I'm sure basketball was was your outlet. You know what I mean? Because that's that's what you yeah. knew. That's what you knew. You know, when I came home from Memphis, I was extremely depressed and. Uh, I had a friend living in Utah, and he was actually, check this out, he was actually one of the guys that got cut with me my freshman year, and he was at Utah and was the only walk-on at Utah with Rick Majerus. Like, Rick uh, Majerus picked my boy Matt Ray up. So he was living in Utah, and I'm like, you know what, probably the best place for me to go would be Utah. And so I went to Utah for about six months, and that's all I did. I just went up there. I didn't know anybody. We just played basketball, and it was so therapeutic. And like, you know. And then I got. I had to, you know, figure out what my next move was. You know, because at that time I was still young, and you know, I knew that I wanted to be part of basketball. But I had to, you know, I had to figure out what what that was going to be. So yeah, basketball helped a lot with with dealing, and it still does to this day. It helps me deal with with you know our demons and. You know, when we get down or depressed. For sure, for sure, I, I, I can, I can definitely relate to that. And then, so, so that was the younger uh, uh, clips. You know what I mean? Like that's that's how you that's how you got your name. You know what I mean? I, I'm sure, I'm sure. You know, all your boys are like, oh, this dude's a Clipper fan, so they started calling you Clips. You probably got all the gear on and all the free gear from those guys. And then moving fa- fast forwarding. To when I kind of um, got introduced to you, and I don't even know what, how I got introduced to you. I'm, I'm sure it was like Instagram. It was like your highlight videos at the 24 Hour Fitness, and I was like, "Who the fuck is this dude just clowning?" It? And I would all and it and it and it would piss me off. You know what I mean? It would piss me off because I'm like, "This dude's way better than these motherfuckers at 24 Hour Fitness. He needs to stop clowning these dudes, dog." You know what I mean? And, 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 you, sound like and so was, many, you sound like so many other people. Oh, I, I that's that's, that's, that's what it was. So I was watching you, and I was like, "All right, I'll give this full follow." You know what I mean? And then it was like you're you're taking the dude's hats off, fucking throwing shit off the backboard, like total and one street baller shit, which is cool. You know what I mean? And you and you would respond like anytime someone would would message or I would message on the thing like fuck, leave those fucking fucking twenty four hour fitness fucking cardio dudes alone. You know what I mean? And then you'd respond like ah oh, nah, you know. So that's kind of how I got I got introduced to you. And then um, I see that you're at you're at Venice Beach, and then Venice Beach was coming to my tournaments. So then I was like, okay, fuck, we're kind of around in the same circles. So so I see this evolution of you. You know what I mean? I, I see like how how you're going from a, in, how many how many um, views does your glitch have? Uh, if you guys are on Instagram or what is it YouTube? Um, uh, Clips has a has a has a play where it's like it's like a shot, but it's a fake shot. And then it like shoots out. It's it's fucking weird. It's called the glitch. He calls it the glitch, and people have people have tried to steal that shit. But how many views does it have already? Well, it depends because like the first time it went viral, it was like it was over a million. And then throughout that year, and even to this day, people keep redoing it. Like I'm I'm close to ten, like ten million, depending on the outlet. Yeah, so um, you just add them all up, and it's about ten million views of the. Yeah, yeah and, and, you know, it's, and, and it's you know, not just one play. It's like you doing that. In different times of, you know what I mean? It's like a, it's like a whole little, little video. So, well, so. well, what's crazy about that move, Z, is I've been doing that since I was like 
11 or 12. My best friend, Nick Canale, you know, I probably broke his nose, you know, two or three times with trying to do that pass. So I've been doing that forever, and I've been doing it at the gym, too. And then the, uh, my roommate at the time was like, bro, you need to make a video of that. And, and I, I, you know, I'm glad we're doing this pod because maybe you can vouch for me on this. And I tell people this, and, I, and a lot of people do get it, but I still feel like I was one of the first hoopers to start making their own mixtapes. Not, I'm not talking about M1, like, yeah, Bone Collector and Professor were doing theirs, but I was the first gym rat, dude, that was making their own highlight tapes weekly. You know, I was doing these, I was popping those videos out two, three times a week to some fly music and cool moves and stuff like that. So I kind of want some props on that because nobody gives me the love, and they definitely don't give me the love on the glitch. There was even a new video that came out yesterday. Um, I think it was on Baller's Life with a guy doing the glitch and like absolutely no love. They're calling it the glitch too. No way. Oh, that's, that's oh, fucked up. Yeah, so for sure, for sure, I I, I, I can attest to that, uh, and I can vouch for that because I, I I follow a bunch of dudes that that play in my tournaments, or just dudes that that are like, you know, do the same type of thing. You know, they put their tripod up, or they got their boy filming it, or whatever. And you would just post it right on the corner. It'd be on the offensive end, and it'd just be you know, and then you would edit it. So for sure, I, I think I think like I said, for me that was my draw to like, who is this dude? But then, you know, um, you were doing some other shit, and then, like, you broke your finger. I remember that. And that, <laughs> that kind of put bro. you out of commission. And the way, I, the way I'm following your trajectory, because I've, I've known you for a while, but it seemed like that injury kind of, like, slowed you down, and you're like, fuck, well, let me do this podcast with my boy Drew. You know, it's, the finger was just, I, I had been planning for a while, dude. Like, I needed... Uh, kind of like an exit strategy because A, I know I'm not going to be able to hoop the rest of my life. B, like, you know, dudes were getting, you know, didn't want to make it on my videos anymore. Once people started finding out that I was doing the videos, you know, they were playing me harder. You know, the kids are getting, I'm only getting older. These guys are getting 21, 22 that I'm hooping against. And it was just a lot. And at the, at the time, like, I, I didn't want to, I didn't think I had to prove anything else. And I needed a pivot, dude. I needed the next move like how am I going to take my decent Instagram following and convert it into something else right and yeah and my group of friends I, you know I live in San Clemente now you know right down here at the beach and I don't it's not a basketball town at all right but you know my four friends that I that I close friends that I have here are all dudes that I hoop with and it turned into like you know on Saturday mornings we'd you know we'd hoop early and then everybody we'd end up at the bar and then everybody would end up at my house and we'd just be talking shit the whole time about basketball and you know I kind of associate myself with people that actually know basketball like I don't hang hang around people that are idiots when it comes to like NBA or anything like that um and we and, Drew, and that would be Drew my boy Jeff and, and John and then it just turned out I had a relationships with a bunch of different companies so like Goldnet Basketball who are friends of mine um they threw out the idea like, hey, man, we got a studio. Like, if you want to start a podcast, maybe, you know, you should do that. And the first guy I thought about was Drew. And because, A, you know, Drew was a very good high school player. Um, he knows basketball very well. Um, he is a very good basketball player still. Um, he was a Laker fan. Obviously, I'm the Clipper guy. And we gave it a shot. And so we did, like, four episodes. And, again, it, you know, the podcast started with, like, okay, let's grab a six-pack and let's just turn on the mics and talk shit, right? Yeah. And, and um, then we realized, like, after driving out to Gold Net and, like, doing all, we realized we could do this on our own, right? Like, 
Drew learned how to edit, and like I set up a studio at my crib here. Um, and then we got serious about it because people were actually listening, and we were so bad, dude, so bad. Like, I, I've, I've our, heard. I mean, I've heard probably like eighty percent of them from the beginning. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> Hey, I appreciate that, first of all. Thank you. And I, I do appreciate You've been supporting me for a long time. Let me get that out of the way. So I, I definitely appreciate you. Um, so, you know, when we started doing it on our own, um, we were popping them out faster. And then, like, this is what people don't get. is like the podcast is the easy thing, man, right? Like talking basketball and, you know, creating a good show is the easy thing. It's getting people to listen to it is the hard stuff, right? The Instagram page and, like, the marketing and doing all like that. That is a full-time job, homie. Like, full-time job. You know what, though? I, I realize it's not easy to, to do that. You know what I mean? Because I think we can talk shit, you know, on the couch, but when it's... The, the mic is on and it's two dudes just talking hoop, you know what I mean? There has to be a guy, you know, that you guys have to... There has to be like a trajectory, you know what I mean, of what you're mm-hmm. talking about. And the thing is, it's not easy because if not, everyone would do it. You know what I'm saying? And I, obviously, there's more people doing it now. But the thing is, the difference is that that you and Drew have that relationship as far as like basketball wise. You guys know the game, and then you know what I mean. You guys kind of like rein each other in. You know what I mean? I mean, when you start going off the fucking rails, he lets you go, and then he fucking sweeps it back in, which is a, a great part of the show. You know what I mean? I think I think it's just. It, it, it adds to the dynamic of what you guys do. So for you to say it's it, that's the easy part, I mean, that's that's a part, you know what I mean? But I wouldn't say that's the easy part. Just it, it might just come easier to you, you know what I'm saying? Okay, yeah, that makes sense. Like, and when, uh, that totally makes sense. And like, when, once that we started taking it, like, so I'm saying, like, after about episode 15, I'm like, dude, we're, I think we can do this. Yeah. I, you know, I built the Instagram from zero to, you know, it, it's a respectable, like, 4K, right, right mm-hmm. now. Mm-hmm. And most of those people that follow the page listen to the podcast, and that's the most important thing. But, like, yeah, when Drew and I do it, and that's why I don't call it really a podcast. I call it a show, because we want to put on, like, a show, dude. Mm-hmm. And not and not just some, you know, laid back, you know, you know, we don't talk analytic shit. We don't talk fantasy shit. We talk NBA, like what we think would be, you know, what I would want to listen to, mm-hmm. like the topics I want to hear about. And we do a pre, like a pre-meeting before the show. I have all my notes of where I think we should go. Drew has a couple, you know, his stuff that he wants to talk about. And then we just, we just work it, you know, and it does work. But, so maybe that comes easier for us. The hard thing for me is, the you know Drew spends you know three four hours editing the show and then I'm spending time building our Instagram page and our social media which is so important and um, you know responding to everybody that hits us up you know staying really consistent in the stories creating our own content again like the pandemic was exactly what as shitty as this sounds like that's exactly what I wanted I wanted a year to really focus and hone in on our weaknesses and you know I took classes you know Facebook marketing and you know Photoshop and Canva and I said at the beginning of the pandemic to Drew bro it's sink or swim you know people are going to come out of this on top or they're going to be fucking way behind I don't, can I cuss I'm sorry yeah, I no you're good okay okay um, so yeah and, and again like I before we went with basketball news and I'm sure we'll talk about that in a minute I still had a lot of contacts in that basketball world that you were referring to like our circle whether it's brands whether it's Gold Net Basketball or you know New Jersey Sets or Season Create Balls and you know, I've been dealing with these people for a long time they're my friends 
you know, so we have this huge network. And Venice Ball, too. I mean, Venice Beach was huge for us. So I actually, I when I say the hard part is the social media, that, I love it, though. You know, like, yeah. I, I love, I, and when we started the page, you know, my goal was, dude, I'm just going to put up whatever I think is fucking cool. I don't care if it gets one like, six likes, or a thousand likes. You know what I mean? Yeah, um, and, it's, and, it's, and it's dope because it's like, it's for me it's dope because it's like retro and then it's like news new news and it's like it just kind of like it's just encompasses all basketball you know so 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 you and drew got together you guys are you're, you guys are doing this how many episodes are you in right now so what episode are you guys on right now we just hit 180 we just dropped 180 today yeah but then if you include like our patreon when we had our patreon like we're over 200 you know yeah um so then you guys you guys you guys did that you know what I mean? You guys are at 180 officially, you know what I mean? Unofficially over 200. And you guys got a shoe fragrance. Like, you guys got, like, an intro song. You know what I mean? So you guys have, you guys have been built, you know what I mean? Like, for me to, for, it, there, there's, there's components that you guys have in your show that make someone be like, okay, I'm, I'm going to listen. You know what I mean? Or, like, for sure, if, if Clippers do some fucking crazy move, I'm like, oh, I need to go and hear what fucking Clips is talking about. You know what I mean? Uh, right. so, so it's 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 you start developing that relationship with like all right Drew's the Drew's the straight guy as far as like you know he's gonna come with with just facts and then you're just like the emotion guy you know what I mean the way I see it and and it and it and it fucking works it, it absolutely works how did you guys get drawn in because I, I guess I see the attraction because I listen to it and for those of you that that aren't following uh, it's the follow through with Clips and Drew on, on all the all the socials. I, I recommend that podcast. You know what I mean? You're on the freeway, you're in traffic. Take, give it a listen. And it's current basketball, and it's good. It's good conversations. Um, but then, who did you guys get drawn into? Because now you guys are like you guys got like full on commercials in there. You guys are sponsored by the Basketball News. You got hired on by Basketball News. Explain to me that that last component because that's that's the newest thing that's going on with you. Yeah, like we have been, we have been, the, okay, so the hard, the, the, again, another hard part about podcasting is getting, you know, ads and getting, getting reads from, from people. And we had been, you know, approached many times to like, oh, let's do a discount code for, you know, mattresses or toothbrushes. And I just thought that shit was whack. Like that has nothing to do with basketball. It's not on brand with us, you know, like, so we, you know, we passed on a lot of stuff. Um, and then, you know, we were with, uh, Dash Radio, uh, for a year and, um, that we weren't making any money over there either. So, um, so you guys are finding, you guys are doing it, you guys figured it out, but you're finding, you're trying to find a way to capitalize on it. You know what I mean? You weren't just doing it to doing it. You're like, okay, what's the next level for us to, cause we're already doing it. Let's, how do we capitalize on it? Right. So I think that well, was, yeah, it, you can't have so you know you can't have money as your focus on it or it's not going to be you know genuine like if we're doing this to make money like where's the passion in it right right but then when you realize oh shit we're ten thousand hours in on this we're spending you know 30 hours a week on this stuff like yeah what what's the most valuable thing you have the it's your right. time right yeah. Yeah. and if, and you know we once we started once i started you know seeing our Clips and Drew sticker in Egypt and in New Zealand and in Philadelphia and in Norway and people wearing our shirts and stuff. I'm like, all right, so we're, we're obviously doing this right, right? Yeah. <clears throat> we're, we're, we're doing this right. We have a really great core fan base. And <clears throat> this is another thing for you and your listeners is like, 
no matter what you post or what content you put out, like, even if you get 20 views, you never know who one of those 20 views is going to be. You know what I mean? Like, it could be, it could be a huge network or Nike. Like, these people, these huge companies have people that are just scouring the internet looking for talent, looking for content. You know, once Spotify signs, you know, they're going to dump 100 million into podcasting, you know that there's a, there's going to be a space for it. So, you know, I just think that we definitely had um, a, a, a space to be able to make money in this. And, and people get so frustrated, like, with whatever they do. Like, they start a podcast, they put it out, they don't get a thousand downloads on their first day, and they give up because they're like, oh, this is way too hard to do, right? Mm-hmm. It's the steady grind, bro, the consistency, the knowing that it's not going to be a month in between Eclipse and Drew show. It's going to be uh, it's going to be dropped on Friday. It's going to be coming out every week. And, you know, the right people were listening. And again, that again, that circle that we have, you know, people in that circle were, were starting their own network and their own platform. And, and, you know, we were on their their mind on Basketball News's mind for a year. Um, and, and at least that's what they told us when they pitched us. Mm-hmm. And I, I know the people there. So why wouldn't I? You know, and, and so they came in like, yo, you do you don't change anything that you guys do. And we will, you know, our job will be to make money for you, right? Mm-hmm. And, and, and then when your colleagues are now, you know, Alex Kennedy and Etron Thomas and James Posey and, you know, we just signed Rex Chapman. Rex Chapman just dropped uh, his show on the Basketball News Network. These guys are, you know, they got heavy social media followings. And now they're our colleagues, man. And how cool is that? <laughs> that that's that was the that's the dream that you've been chasing, right? I mean, how do I get paid for basketball, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, mm-hmm. okay, I, I didn't I didn't play pro ball. I'm not a coach, but how mm-hmm. can I how can I still do the passion? You know what I mean? How how can I do what I love and love what I do and get paid for it? You know what I mean? And I think that's that that's been that's always been the goal for everybody. You know, I mean, for most of us. But you kept at it, and, and you stood on that grind, and that's good. That's a testament to you and and everything. I think you're involved in with everything basketball. Have you got, have you had a chance to uh, watch the Last Chance You yet? Of course I did, and I was I didn't even know you played there. Yeah, I didn't know you played there, man. I thought it was a. I'm a big fan of Last Chance You. I loved all of their football ones. Um, I thought this one. I got the chill saying it because I think. This one hit really close to home because, you know, how it ends if nobody's watched it. I mean, I don't want to give it away, but, yeah. you know, when, when the pandemic hits, man, that's how we all felt, right? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Depending, I mean, yeah, it, it, it was, it definitely hit home. I, I mean, I'm sure you, you, you saw the, the Instagram posts that I, that I did, um, you know mm-hmm. what I mean, with the, with the, with the young skinny Z, you know what I mean, in, in <laughs> college Hooper Z, but, but yeah, I, I actually, um, I had a conversation last night with uh, Coach Mosley. When he got hired on initially, um, you know, I had a conversation with him, and then I shot him a text, you know, during the week, like, congrats on Last Chance You, that's just dope, and whatever. And then I just was like, ah, oh, I got my, my, my text message got lost in the shuffle. And then he called me last night, like, hey, what's up, Rob? And I was like, oh, okay. You know what I mean? So definitely going to bring him on the podcast, so that's one to look out for. But... I mean, the the basketball is, is basketball, and it's stories, and, and they could have done a story on every single one of those 15 guys, you know? And, I agree. And, and, you know what I mean? Everyone's got a story to tell, and it was so dope just to see that. You know, my boy's been trying to get me on to, like, the last chance you on the football one, and I'd watch an episode, and I'd be like, Phew. you know what I mean? i watch football or whatever on Sundays, oh. but... 
it's it's totally different and i mean i think it was it was definitely more just because it was at an east la for me it was close to home but i think i would have watched it regardless you know what i mean because it's basketball right 100 percent. and yeah i'm not a big football guy either z but uh, i mean they're all really good I think um, you I've, would I've, enjoy heard, it. I've heard mm-hmm. yeah and you know so so what other things are you doing i mean i've been on the top shot for about a month maybe a couple weeks mm-hmm. and i know that's consumed my life for a little bit um how are you doing on that how how's your how you how's your collection looking i'm i figured it out bro i really have figured it out i think i started out though i'm picking myself of course because they reached out to me in october and like i just didn't get it right z like i just i did i i'm not a math guy i'm not a crypto guy i'm not that guy at all and i just didn't understand and then when one of my extremely successful friends I went to, you know, I grew up with elementary through high school, who's huge into Bitcoin, he's in that space with the heavy hitters. Um, he's the guy that hit me up and he's like, yo, my friend Bill, who uh, he's all, my friend Bill is the guy behind Top Shot. Have you heard of it? And I'm like, yeah, I heard of it. And turns out Bill's worth $7 billion, right? <laughs> $7 billion, bro. You can look it up. Bill Ty, I think is his name. Um, and so as soon as I heard that, I, I jumped in, right? And even my friend, um, my friend, Jeff Clark, um, he's like, you should get him on the show. And I said, well, can you set that up? And he's like, no problem. And he, he already, it's so funny how this happened. And, and Bill and Roham, I guess, responded. Roham's the CEO of, of, of Dapper. Um, and they were, they were like, hell yeah, we'll get on the show. That sounds, sounds great. Let's get the word out. And then literally within the next two days is when everything exploded, right? Everything exploded. It was like an overnight thing. And I think like you, um, you know, jumping into it, you know, spending $70 on a Darius Baisley dunk was not the smartest thing for me to do. And, you know, I'm like, the first moment I bought was uh, Ibaka, right? And I think I paid, or not Ibaka, it was uh, Zubak. Because his moment was him, it was opening night against the Lakers and he dunks on Montrez, right? Yeah. And I'm like, because I call Trez the traitor. You know, we don't we don't like Trez anymore over here in Clipperland. Yeah. Um, but, you know, I paid like $30 for that and I'm like, wow, this is, this is going to cost me a lot of money, right? Yeah. <laughs> and getting your hand on these packs were extremely difficult. But then the more I spent at it, I mean, I treat this like a full-time job. I really do, man. Like, I spend hours on this a day. I'm watching the market. Um, you know, when, when you think about it, if you know basketball and you know players and you know trends, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to spit some game. I'm going to give free game to people that listen, are going to listen to this yeah, show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bring okay. it, man. I'm taking notes. Okay, take some notes on this. Like, you got to look, you know, it's great if you can get a LeBron, if you want to pay like $500 for a LeBron. We all know everything's in the packs. If you can get your hand on a pack, whether it's a nine dollar, $14, $1,000 pack, that's where the money's at, right? Because you're guaranteed to get some of these moments that are going to be, you know, very lucrative in the future. And I'm holding everything. I'm not selling one, not one thing. Um, but as far as trends go, like, okay, Christian Wood, you know, was out for a few months and like his, his moment was low and I knew he was coming back. So I'm buying Christian Wood. I'm buying All-Stars, I'm buying Zubak cheap, I'm buying, uh, you know, Bradley Beal, I'm buying Aaron Gordon's and, you know, De'Aaron Fox's players that I like, looking for low numbers, and, you know, there was a good week, two weeks in there where, you know, you get you can get moments for 7 8 12 $17, right, so I just doubled down on buying 
the cheaper moments, right? And now they're doing really, really well. Um, you know, as, as I know, because you and I spent all day today trying to get this all-star game pack, that, you know, that's where the money's at. If you pull the Steph Curry turnaround three, um, you know, you could be looking at a G right there. Oh, easily a G. So, so the thing is, for those of you that don't know what Top Shot is, um, it's it's video. I mean, you can't even explain it. You got to look into it. But it's it's pretty much it's like digital basketball cards, and that's like the 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 easiest way I can refer to it. But the thing is, there's so many people on this um, this page that you know people are are trading and selling cards, and like for example the 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 wood card. I'm sure I don't know how much it's worth now, but you can buy a card for like five bucks, and if and if that and if that card has like a lot of interest and people are into that player that card can be worth up to 20 bucks 25 bucks so then you're already up 15 or even you know whatever it is so i did the same thing man i jumped in and i was thinking i was fucking slick because i knew what i was doing and i jumped in and i bought a fucking sabonis for like 100 bucks you know what i mean and i was like oh this guy's fucking cards are gonna fucking skyrocket he's at he's about to be on the all-star team lost like 50 bucks on that card because you know what I mean and it's just like you do you do dumb moves in the beginning but then you start realizing like low there's certain cards and I'm 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 an emotional buyer you know what I mean I hear anybody talk about somebody and I'm like trying to pounce on it so so the thing is I I really need to learn how to be patient on that and um I talk to my brother every day like that's like one of the connections that we have we talk top shot all day long and and we're on the discord and we're on the the you know twitter and everything like that but it's so fun. It's so fun if you can get uh, a pack like 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 you said, the packs are like nine bucks if you get a hold of them, and from nine bucks, I think uh, no from four from a fourteen dollar pack, I think the the minimum value was like two hundred bucks. Yeah, I mean I pulled this I pulled a CP. I mean it, it's I think it's my favorite moment so far. I pulled a CP um, assist, but it was his. It was the assist to put him at the sixth all time, right? And it was a seeing stars moment. And, you know, that's at 200. I got a LeBron assist that's up there at 200 right now. And again, like all these limited editions were still in beta, right? So if you get an LE card, you know, that's a, you know, it's one of 15,000, there's only ever going to be 15,000 of those. It's only going to increase in value, especially on the blockchain. Um, and that's what people need to, you know, realize that this is backed by crypto. and. You know, NFTs is like where everything's going now. You're going to see artists and musicians like doing NFT stuff. And that's like the wave of the future. And again, if you know basketball, you know, and you've got a little bread to spend, I'm not telling people to put the house on it, but, um, and if you want to like, if you want to like get a pack and then flip it for a year, $9 or, or, or 30 bucks, then, you know, go ahead and do that if you want to do it. But I'm, I'm in this for the long haul, dude. I, I'm, I'm in this. I'm going to see where I'm at in May. I have 50 moments right now. Probably 10 of them I didn't need to get. Like you, I overpaid for a Baisley. And then I thought Jeremy Grant was going to make an all-star. So I overpaid for that. Like, they just, they raked me on that. Oh, like, yeah, yeah. Man, people, like, and people are going to do that. People are going to overprice stuff for people mm -hmm. that are newbies. So you just got to you gotta do your homework before you jump in. And, and like I said, right now I currently have three moments. I'm happy with those moments. Uh, and I'm, I'm patiently waiting for a pack to drop. You know, today there was supposed to be a pack that dropped that was 250 bucks, 229 bucks, and you know what I mean? Like, you know, it's just it's the way it is, and and you know you're willing to pay that thing because that thing is going to be worth a thousand bucks for sure. Yeah, Easily. yeah, and I, I I'm looking at it from you know 
I can spend 230 bucks at the bar with the homies easily. Like if I wanted to go out drinking and eating. And now, like since we've been in pandemic, like I'd rather spend on myself, like something that's going to make me money, you know, in the long run. So I, like you said, like you were so excited to spend $230 today. Oh, I, I, was, you, I was so pissed <laughs> I wasn't able to spend that money. <laughs> well, weird. hopefully tomorrow. You yeah. know, once they figure out the bots and getting those guys out of the game and letting the real collectors, you know, the guys that, you know, really enjoy doing this, which I do, I've I found that, like, and I wake up three times a night, dude. I go to bed at, like, 9 or after the Clipper game. I'll wake up at midnight, check the computer, any deals. I'll wake up at, like, 3, and then I'm up at 7 doing, you know, trying to find some steals on here. So you treat it, you know, like a job, and, and, and you know basketball players really well. Like, I was telling, you know, the guys at Basketball News, CJ McCollum's coming back. He's cheap right now. You should pick him up. And he's up. I think I'm up, of like, 9 bucks on him right now, which is cool. Um so yeah, it's it's really interesting and again, full time job between, you know, podcasting, you know, creating content, social media, uh, top shot, and then you add in Clubhouse three hours a night, man. It's just a lot of shit. So, so, yeah, and, and the thing is you're on top of um like the the most current shit, you know what I mean? And I try to be on top of it and, and you know, I mean, I, I jump into the clubhouse and for those that don't know clubhouse, it's, it's, it's like fucking the party line uh, back in the day. You know what I mean? <laughs> That's the way it fucking feels like, you know, people are jumping online and, and they're just talking and, and you go into different rooms, you know what I mean? And, and, and clips has a room. So anytime he, his name pops up, I see him as a room, he's in a room and I'm jumping in and there's people from uh, Toronto and there's people from Boston and all kinds of people from all over the world just talking hoops. So I I, I don't jump in, but it, it's cool to listen to the different perspectives, even if it's for just a couple of minutes, you know? Yeah, I love it. And I, most of those people that, you know, you again, every platform is a good platform to be on right now if you're trying to convert, like, I see, you know, you get a lot of followers from Clubhouse and that turns into people that actually want to listen to your podcast, mm. which is, the, that's the main point of everything, right? Like, we're talking basketball, can you just push subscribe on the freaking podcast, please? Right. That's all right. I need, you just take 30 seconds. Right, right, yeah, <laughs> for sure. Well, man, hey, uh, you're all over the place. Uh, where, where can people find you? Where can, where, where can they find your podcast, bro? Because uh, you're here because I... I like your stuff. I like your podcast. You talk about NBA hoop to the to the to the masses and to the people. And I mean, basketball news picked you up. So there's a reason why they picked you up because you're good. You know what I'm saying? You and Drew do 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 things, and you have a passion for basketball. So where can they find you? Um, where can they holler at you? Hey, well, I appreciate the kind words. We're on every single streaming platform. Wherever you listen to your podcast, we are there. Um, you should check out our basketballnews.com page you should start your day there every day we are the content the long form content we have 10 nba podcasts we have um the rematch uh with Ethan thomas we have the postcast with james posey the alex kennedy podcast the follow-through with clips and drew pod we just got the rex chapman podcast we have an awesome female podcast in dishes and dimes which is a toronto raptors based pod they just got ranked top five sports podcasts in all of canada they, these, these girls know what they're talking about and they are awesome um, so check us out on basketballnews.com. We do live streams. We do watch parties. If you want to follow us on Instagram at clips, C-L-I-P-P-S, the letter N, and Drew, D-R-E-W. And if you want to follow your boy at clips555, that is my name. I appreciate you letting me come on, Z. Hey, that's that's why we fucks with you, dog, because cause you got that shit on lock. That was like a commercial, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So. Hey, bro, kind of. 
I'm, I'm getting good at this. That's that's what I'm saying. I remember the early days, dog. I remember the early days. So, all right, man. We got we got clips on the podcast, man. It was a good one. Uh, we talked a lot of shit, a lot of hoops, a lot of a lot of your history. And this is, this is only the beginning for you, man. Uh, I I truly see. Uh, the passion that you have, and like I said, here at the Shoot the Rock podcast, we only rock with the best, so that's why we're rocking with clips. I appreciate you, Z. I can't wait to come back, dude. Yes, sir, man. Thank you so much. Appreciate you, bro. All right, peace. Yeah, yeah, yeah we out. Yes, yes. You're now rocking with the best. Yes, yes. You're now rocking with the best. Uh, come from the wood. Yes, you're now rocking with the best. Yeah, we out. Yo. What up, man? What up, dog? Chillin', chillin'. This, this fucking, oh. this Top Shot shit is fucking me up, bro. It's fucking up uh, my life. It's, t- it's taking over my day, bro. Like, it's just, you know, like, spending four hours waiting for this thing to drop. And, like, I get it. Like, I completely understand. But shit, no, yeah, I've been with him. Are we doing the show right now? Is this I mean, I, I'm I'm recording, but I'll, I'll put it in later. Oh. But I'll, oh, okay. I'll, I'll drop it in after, uh, like the like the oh fucking after the after the pod.